Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Power of Seaman podcast. I am your host, Kiera, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. Just know it ain't for everybody. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the power of semen. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting title. So I've and been told. I did not know that that was the name of the title before I came. <laughs> I, the power of blank. Oh my God. So I was with the rest of social oh media. Gosh. I was like, what is this? Oh my bad. I, I really just hit you with that. I'm sorry. So now I'm wondering so, why, why I'm So, what do you here. think about it? Let me ask that first. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to respond to that. Clearly, um, semen is a powerful thing. Oh, yeah. It has a lot of uh, power to it. Okay. Um, Most certainly. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what dynamic we are going with its power. Okay. And what it can reproduce. Absolutely. See, so we're talking about- You see about, how you did that? I had to do that. <laughs> yes, you did. I had to do that. You did well. It is a productive tool. That's great. Yeah. It is. I'm glad you put that. It's together. different though. It's gonna catch people's attention. So I hope. It caught mine as I was sitting here in the rawness <laughs> of hearing this title for the first time. It definitely caught mine. So. That's great. Yeah. Okay. That'll catch people's ear. I'm glad. Yeah, it's um it's a very interesting title. Simply because it's not used in that way, like mm -hmm. the power of semen. Right. Mm, what is that about? Right. Um it's very interchangeable, though, also, especially with um, when you're talking about the power of, of a man in general. Sure. And when I thought about the power of semen, coming from a medical background, so, you know, the, the scientist in me, <laughs> um, sperm cannot live without semen, but semen can live without sperm. I've never you, thought that deep about my own <laughs> semen or sperm quality. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, that is science. Yeah, uh, it's very, even in that part of it, like the naturistic part of sure. semen, it's very powerful in itself. So the idea of the power of semen is to really bring to the light the things that we can and cannot do with and without each other. Wow. So, yeah. Now, when you say we, who's we? Men and women. Men and women. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there for clarification. Yeah. <laughs> Men and women. Yeah, That's with, incredible. you know, the head being that of the man. Okay. Figuratively and literally. Yeah, because then... Yep. You put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> I'm glad you're explaining it to people, but as I'm sitting here, I'm like, so semen, sperm, it has a, a head yeah. to it. Mm -hmm. That's deep. <laughs> I hope y'all got that. That's deep. <laughs> That's very, very deep. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I put a lot of thought into wow. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a lot, yeah. It is what it is. 
It is. I do like the idea, though, even, you know, once the shock value of the, the title <laughs> itself kind of <laughs> wears on you, I do like the idea of, I guess, the cohesiveness mm -hmm. um, of men and women. And I think, too, you know, also looking at a, um, I don't know, maybe like even a shared power dynamic, if such a thing can exist. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Again, welcome to The Power of Seamen. Our guest today is none other than Mr. Brandon Allison himself, uh, native of Charlotte, North Carolina. No, I have to correct that. <laughs> Cannapolis. There you go. I have to correct. <laughs> Listen, I did that as soon as I got to uh, I know you a little bit. To school. A little bit, You yeah. did. Oh, my God. I had to do that because people say, oh, you're from No, I'm not. I'm I'm it's, 704 area code only. It's Kannapolis. Born and raised. I got you. Yep. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> he is a licensed practicing therapist. All that. <laughs> I was about to say, if she gets the the acronym, you. Oh, I mean, I could have gone there, but I'll let you. Okay. I'll let you do oh, that. That's cool. Um. Wonderful therapist and very much active as far as the community with putting information out to help our community and getting better with going to therapy and not being afraid of therapy and the importance of it. Super important. Super, super important. So I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to, to be here. This is my first, you know, like in-person um podcast invite I've, I've done some other speaking engagements and things yeah. like that but this is like the first like in person so this is cool it this is, is cool <laughs> i like it this it's cool, cool. Yeah. you know you, you you did a really good job of <clears throat> explaining that you know in your intro but you know i am a licensed clinical mental health counselor um, here in in north carolina mm -hmm. um, have been for the last five years um but i have over 10 years, 12 years, I'm not going to short myself, of mental health experience. Very good. So um, that, that that makes a big difference. Yes, it does. Um, they say however long you've been working in mental health, double it because of the revolving doors I can of see people that. Um, that, we, that we see. So that 12 years at times may feel like 24, mm. 25, mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. you see so many different people. But um, I am an advocate for mental health, wellness, Black mental health, black wellness, um, trying to erase, change stigma. Um, what that what that stigma looks like uh, within our within our communities, and trying to get people to understand that you know therapy is cool. Yeah, therapy is cool. Therapy's needed. Yes, it as is. As much as it is cool, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. um, it's I think it's a necessity. Yes. it's a vital vital necessity for um, our lives and what we what we go through. So 100%. I'm glad to be a part of the the new narrative mm -hmm. that, that therapy is is something that we should all be doing and encouraging our friends, family members, uh, spouses, uh, significant others, side joints, whatever you want to call them, whatever you got, what, there's room for whatever everybody. your situation whatever is. Whatever your situation is, <laughs> therapy can be applicable. I promise. 100%. So, yeah. So thank, thank you for having me. Truly. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited about the the depth of things that we'll get into today. The depth. <laughs> oh, the depth. 
Um, more importantly, from you know a clinical standpoint, also sure. just how to navigate these different things um, because I think that's important to being able to maneuver through different things that we may not have you know proper insight on. Right. So, yeah, how you how you feeling? I'm feeling good after the the title piece. I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm ready to go. Like I said, I think having more opportunities to have conversations like this, um, where it's meaningful, mm -hmm. um, you can have a, a, a intimate space, yeah, um, and put it out there to the masses. That's the one thing I do appreciate mm -hmm. about social media, and it's as a as an engine um, to to push good, positive, helpful information out there to um, the masses because so much of it. Um, it's filtered mm -hmm. out that may not be, but in this particular arena, um, I definitely think it can be it can be helpful. So shout out to you for jumping this off and doing <laughs> your own thing, um, getting from behind the lens to yes. in front of it, yeah, and deciding to look at that, write a new story and put some more, tap into another gift that you have, and putting that out there for people. I think that's cool. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. And for those who do not know, because, you know, I got to shout out the HBCU that we both attended. Do that. The. 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 <laughs> get it right. The. The Winston-Salem State University. Absolutely. Rams. Rams. Go Rams. <laughs> we are here. We are. We are here. Oh, my God. Entering to learn. Okay. Departing, departing to, serve. to serve. Here we are. There serving. we go. Serving. There we are. Servants. We are. Yep. Uh, Anywho, topic of discussion for today. Mm -hmm. So we are diving into, which is this conversation, I've heard it so many times, like the independent woman and the idea of not needing a man because, you know, I'm self-sufficient. You know, I got my own stuff. I, I pay my the, own bills. I can do that all by I myself. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. -E -E do you know what that means? Independent. Yeah, so we're going to dive into that and what that actually looks like. Um, but also the idea of when it comes to independent women, uh, I see or hear more often that, you know, we aren't able to tap into the femininity that we have um, simply because we've kind of always had to carry that masculine energy, whether it be in the idea of what a gender role would look like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So um, whether that be, you know, paying the bills or, you know, going to wash the car or <laughs> um, mowing the grass, hanging up TVs, like, yeah. You've done all this stuff, haven't oh, you? Oh, 100%. Okay, I got you. <laughs> the way you said it was like, I've mowed my grass, yeah. I've hung up TVs. Uh -huh. That's, you hung a TV? Yeah. I can't hang a TV. I'm just going to put that out there. I am not a TV mounter. <laughs> not a TV where, mounter. Uh, wherever the TV came from, I'll pay the extra. You, to get somebody come, to come in and do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I could. It. I've tried I'm that. here. I want to hung up correctly. Mm -hmm. That's your wheelhouse, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. Like, it's kind of like, I don't go to, so this is me. Like, I'm not a big fast food person, right? But I, I. Like when I see commercials that like Taco Bell mm -hmm. serves breakfast, mm -hmm. yeah, you're Taco Bell, yeah, right. You, I'm not eat. Mm -hmm. IHOP serves mm -hmm. breakfast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want a burger from you. 
Like you're yes. the international house of pancakes. This is true. So I want pancakes. I want breakfast. This is true. So hanging up a TV is not my wheelhouse. It's yours. <laughs> so you can hang a TV. I can pay for it. Okay. <laughs> you can hang it up. But shout out to you for being able to hang your own TV. <laughs> Judge me if you want to. I'm hanging the TV. Oh, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Nope. I think it was. it's more so the idea of having to hang having a TV to. while in a relationship. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it would be okay had you said, you know, hey, I'll I'll get the TV hung. I'll get somebody to come in and do it, even if I can't. Mm-hmm. But when it doesn't get done, then mm. that leaves me to do the dirty work. So, so uh, I'm, let me ask you a question. So, is that is that a, is that a concern or a problem? that if the male is present, that mm-hmm. there are, because this is what I want to kind of put on the table too, that there are activities or responsibilities, if you will, mm-hmm. that are relegated to men do this. Absolutely. Women do this. Uh-huh. You think so? I think there's a balance. Okay. Or that it should be a balance. Um, You know, if I'm great at mowing the the lawn, for example, like I'm not going to say, you know, you need to mow the grass. Like sometimes I enjoy mowing the grass. It'd be therapeutic. It is. You know, I like being outside. Mm-hmm. I like doing yard work. I've done it since I was a child with my dad. So it's very much ingrained in me. Right. Um, so it's not far fetched that I would do something in that vein. But at the same time, I also don't want to have to do that all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, even though it's something that I'm good at, um, you know, just the idea of, you know, I don't want you to do that today. Like, I need you to rest. Like, just the idea of having someone say that. Okay. So that it's not, oh, well, you know, you're great at that, so, you know, go ahead. You know, you got it. Okay. I know. I got it. So are you? So you you want the you want the offer or yeah. the or the consideration? Absolutely. Of, okay, but what if he screwed the yard up? And even in being considerate and offering, what you if just, he screwed? The and grass that's cool. Up? That's cool. We gonna get somebody else to do it the next time. Okay. You know, like it's it's a team effort. I feel like it is. I and I don't I don't discredit you know anything that you're that you're saying out of desire mm-hmm. or want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I get. Couples, um, I do a lot 100%. of couples work. Yes, you do. Um, and they come in and very similar concerns or I think uh, challenges around upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, your upbringing is certainly going to, um, what that's what you bring to the table in a yeah. relationship yeah. is what's ingrained in you, what's, mm-hmm. what's taught to you, mm-hmm. what you see mm-hmm. um, visibly, how you communicate. All of that is going to be a direct relation to how you're raised. And so I got a lot of couples who I work with them depending on where they are. Every couple's different. But sometimes I work with them just on the idea of what's the goal? Right. Is the goal to have my grass cut, <laughs> my TV hung, mm-hmm. or for you to be, you know, I. Because I always say if if you want Tim, the two-man Taylor, that's a 
home improvement reference, depending on who's watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if that's who you want to marry, mm-hmm. you should probably marry that type of person. Correct. Who's who's active in or versed or that has that skill set. I agree. Because if not, you might have some crooked TVs <laughs> in your house or, you know, things that are, are just not the way you want them to look. And what I have learned, um, mm. women certainly wanted to Rewind. look a certain way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it can't be crooked. It can't yeah, be, uh-huh. you know, so I, I, I asked them, like, what's the goal? Is the, goal, is the to goal to have it done? Yeah. Or is the goal a little bit deeper that, well, my daddy did this. I seen, mm. I seen my daddy do it. Mm. And then my mom didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, or my daddy taught me to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, or, so now I'm looking at you through a different lens. Right. Because of, that's my first introduction to a man may have been my father. Mm-hmm. Or other men, uncles, grandfathers, whomever that, that, that extension of the family may be. Mm-hmm. So that's your intro. Yeah. So are those expectations rooted in that? And am I pushing that on you without taking into consideration, but what, what type of man are you? Because mm. there's this mm. idea that I work with people on in terms of being capable versus being able. Oh, yeah. So there's a difference. Talk about that. Because so there is a it huge is a difference. difference. What, what do you think it is? I want to I wanna pitch it out to you. <laughs> when you hear capable uh-huh. versus able, Okay. what do you think that means? I'll give you one piece of advice. Yeah. You can't use the word to describe the other word. Oh, jeez. Cannot. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, let's yep. see. Um, I would say being capable would be to know how to do something, like actually have the knowledge of being able. Oh, gosh, I said able. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was gonna let you finish before I call that out, but since Sorry. you went ahead and put it out there, because it's it's kind of challenging, right? It is right. I was okay having the knowledge to do something. Okay, I feel like is having the capability <clears throat> of doing something. Okay, being able to do something is actually having the capacity to actually carry that out. Like I can physically go and do that. I can buy. Like that. I'm I'm able to do that. I can buy that. Not necessarily knowing 100% like what all is included in being able to do it, but Mm -hmm. I'm able to do that versus being capable of doing something. You may not always, I can't use the word, but you may not always be able to. (laughs) These things are teachable moments, right? So... (laughs) So the idea when you when you look at capable, I think you're you're in the right ballpark. Okay. You're not like outside in the parking lot. Okay. So the idea, <laughs> the idea with being capable of something, capability is rooted like intangible. It's like a skill set. I see. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're capable of something, I always look from an example standpoint. It's like somebody says, "Well, you're capable of getting better grades in school." Mm-hmm. So that means that there's this belief that if I perhaps study harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, reduce my screen time, get a tutor. Mm-hmm. Those are things I can do to enhance what I'm capable of. Yeah. And then the ability to do that is what I can actually measure. Mm. So my ability is what you can actually see. Correct. So then that would be me perhaps taking another test. Yeah. Uh, what my grades may look like. This is my ability to then carry out mm-hmm. what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
So we got the concept of that, and I think of it in relational terms. Okay. I think a lot of the relationships that come to me or that I have worked with are rooted in people's expectations Mm -hmm. and rooted in what I believe you're capable of doing versus actually able to do. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So I may think, and this is men and women, it's both, Mm -hmm. that my expectations of you are rooted in what I think you're capable of doing as it relates to what my needs are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely removing <laughs> where your ability may actually be to carry out that, that capability. Yeah. So are you actually capable mm-hmm. or are you actually able to do yeah. it? And even if you have the capability, when we look at therapy, I have mm-hmm. to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. When we look at people's environments, yeah. work stress, mm-hmm. Uh, children, mm-hmm. parenting, um, you know, finances, sex, mm-hmm. intimacy, mm-hmm. all of that, that balance that you talked about having, mm-hmm. well, is this person able, able to do this in this space Correct. with what they're dealing with, 100%. with what they're going through? Mm-hmm. Well, my, my frustrations may be rooted in the fact that you're capable. My daddy did it. Yeah. My mama did it. So you you got to be capable to meet this need because this is what I know. Right. And I think it causes friction because we don't discuss, you know, who we are. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we don't we don't discuss who we are as a collective. We right. bring these expectations and we bring this this bag, if you will, of preconceived notions mm-hmm. and thoughts and ideas into these relationships. And I want my TV up or I want you to be more involved in parenting. Well, what if that male says... My dad wasn't involved, or maybe my dad wasn't even in the house. Mm. Maybe I grew up in a single parent home, so mm. my mom did the child rearing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and raising. Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a provider. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, and what does that even mean? What does that mean? It's different for everybody. It is. That's the beauty of it all, though. The root, it's the root. <laughs> I think so. I think I think there is beauty in that, depending on. If people are willing to work through Absolutely. those differences, because it can be ugly too. Where the maturity comes, it can be real ugly. It can be ugly. Who are you telling? I've seen it. Disgusting. I've, <laughs> it can be. <laughs> it can be. It's a challenge. Like, I'm it sick. It is. It's yeah. A challenge. It is a challenge. Yeah. But I think it's a challenge that, you know, as for those who are in a relationship or desire to be in a relationship, I think that it's important to figure out what that is prior to you getting into said relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in those moments when you are in those relationships and you figure these things out, because that is typically what is happening now. Mm -hmm. You know, people aren't really getting into relationships kind of knowing what their baggage is or, Uh, you know, what's triggered, what the root of the trigger is. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to have a foundation with whoever it is that you're with yeah, to absolutely. be able to create a safe space. Come to, on, safe space. Come on. <laughs> Gotta have a safe space. <laughs> to have these types of conversations yeah. um, because it's not one of those things where you can kind of, you know, just I'm going to sweep this one under the rug and, you know, tomorrow's a new day. You know, we'll just keep going and the next day comes and you keep going and right. now we're two years in and we've never dealt with the other night when, you know, the TV fell off the wall and you and this TV. 
Like, I'm just giving an example, but this TV is terrible. It's it's terrible, but, right. you know, just being able to deal with those things in a healthy way, not in a way that's, that's the key. damaging. Yeah. Yeah, that can be traumatic. Mm-hmm. Using some really good words, <laughs> damage, traumatic, safe spaces. Um, <laughs> those are those are really really strong um, dis- descriptive words, mm-hmm. and I think you're right. I don't I don't think people come in knowing. Um, I was told, and I, I you know even pre um, relationship, I always I remember. I, w- I wish I could give credit to who said it, but. It was, uh, you want to know who you really are, get married. Mm. If you, or, you know, really, because yeah. I think you could, have, you know, you could have a, perhaps a long-term or a committed relationship. Those exist yeah. too. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. force this idea that marriage is the only way to, you know, right. find these things because it's not. But in speaking of, if we just look at commitment, mm-hmm. I think a lot of these things come up in long-term committed relationships. It's the commitment. It's yeah. the commitment. Yeah. So. Yeah, you'll learn a lot about yourself in a committed relationship. And yeah. those things, or I, as I always like to say, you know, there is an inner child mm-hmm. within all of us that still lives. Yes, um, or that as great as our parents may have been or are, um, there's, there's a part of us somewhere that missed something. Something wasn't nurtured fully because yeah. the people who had us are winging it. They're learning yeah. based on what was done with them, with them. Mm-hmm. to them, so mm-hmm. it's a it's a cycle. It is. Um, so a lot of behaviors when you look at communication and you know how we grow up, how we respond, um, intergenerational trauma, mm-hmm. all of those things are inherited. Yeah. So you still have that inner child in you in this committed relationship. So it's gonna scream sometimes. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's gonna make yeah. some noise <laughs> when that person steps on that thing that mm-hmm. makes you be like. I don't know if I like that or I don't know if that's what I want or if that feels good to me. Mm -hmm. So that happens because we bring these ideals into relationships. Mm -hmm. We bring them. Yes, we do. Yeah. And then going back to what you said, just a step on the toe, like being able to recognize, oh, you just stepped on my toe. Like I need to talk to you about that and not just saying, ow. Or even giving the shit that you stepped on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But it's true. It like, is. I mean, do I care? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's rooted in who I am too. Do I care? Do I have self-awareness to know right. that that's a thing? Yeah. Like that my spouse or my partner, whomever mm-hmm. that may be, that they're bothered by what I did. What I did. And do you have the ability? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, you know, yeah. take ownership of, of that and mm-hmm. say, okay. Accountability. This do is I, what I yeah. will do going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important. It is. A lot of people, what I've, what I've gathered, just don't possess fully the right tools mm-hmm. or the usage of those tools um, to, one, I think, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about communication, I think that's the biggest thing you could ever do in a relationship is be a good listener. Oh, the art of listening. Mm-hmm. Wow. We have the art of talking. Yes, we do. And some of us don't have that. Some people are, excuse me, people who um, emotionally shut down. Mm-hmm. 
maybe that's a learned behavior from where they came from. Yeah. You know, so when things get loud, people who grew up around uh, loud uh, parents or loud uh, arguments, mm -hmm. they tend to be that inner child, again, that's going to fall back. That's going to, I don't want to be heard. Mm -hmm. I don't want to even be seen. Mm -hmm. So you've stepped on my toes. You've done something in our relationship, and I hide my emotions from expressing that to you. Mm. So not talking is still communicating. Yeah. It is. Silence is a response. It is. Mm -hmm. And so what does that do to that person who has, you know, for their lifespan used suppression right. um, to dismiss or if they've never been validated mm. in how they feel? You know, There's an idea. That is an idea. <laughs> it's a critical idea if yes, you want a healthy is. relationship to healthy. learn that it's not about, you know, agreement as much as it is validation positive regard, respect, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like simple, mm -hmm. simple things that we think about that we use in other places that when it comes to mm -hmm. that one-on-one, -on -one, that yeah. my person, yeah. some of that stuff kind of gets uh, diluted, if you will, with, with the you. Right. Like you, there's too much you in the relationship part. Wow. You. Mm -hmm. That's too much you. That's why that TV bothers you. You got some you <laughs> in you. <coughs> you got some you in there that, you know, because those expectations and that idea, it comes from somewhere. Yeah, it, it, it comes does. from somewhere. It definitely does. And I think um, just, and I won't say from personal experience, sure. most of the things that we do talk about are from personal experience. So I can't yeah. negate that that comes from a personal experience. I got you. However, it's not just about the TV. No, it's I, not. And I get that. It's not. It's not. <laughs> that was just funny, so I just, I just went with it. Yeah, it's not just about the TV. I hope that TV is hung up and nice now, though. Oh, it's great. It's it looks fabulous. Good. <laughs> um, I kind of going, you know, kind of rewinding a little mm -hmm. bit, and I know most of the women are now hearing the conversation like, yep, see, this is why I'm not in a relationship because I'm not doing all that. I am an independent woman. I don't need a man. I don't need that in my life. Oh, that bothers the me. The peace so that I have with just me, yeah, I don't need all that. So, yeah, let's... Uh... <laughs> that bothers me so bad. It bothers me talk so about, bad. Talk about why that bothers you. It bothers me because mm -hmm. if you say as a woman yeah. that you need a man, mm -hmm. that's okay. It is. There's nothing wrong with needing and wanting, wanting. partnership. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it to be inclusive. There's nothing wrong One, with 100%. wanting partnership. Yeah. You know, but truthfully, if you need a man, you need a man. And that's the, okay. And it's okay. The, that's okay. The, the, the caveat to that that I will add before people who yeah. see this jump on my page and or jump try to into right. Everybody. Go ahead. The caveat to that <laughs> is needing a man is different than being need like needy like mm. I'm dependent mm -hmm. on this relationship with this person because yeah. you can need someone yeah. and not be needy right or or I depend on you for my sanity or for my happiness or my whatever yeah. that's where I think things can get 100%. a little ugly because then we're now we're talking about a different like your, your self-concept mm -hmm. uh, self-esteem self-worth because if you have no value 
in yourself. And then you say, right. Yeah. You have no value in self. And then you say, well, I need this person to lift Absolutely or to have not. my value. Okay, that's where the problem is. No. But for somebody who say, I don't need a man, I can do it. Dad, I'll die myself. Relax I that energy. It. Look, we don't like that energy. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. We don't like it. We don't like it. <laughs> we don't like it. We don't like it because, and I'm going to put this out here for the fellows. Men like to be. Wanted. Want to be. Yeah. Have to be. Uh-huh. Needed. Yeah. If you don't need me, and and, and, and I'm going to make it twofold, we, we need y'all too. Yeah. Because men at their core, we ain't going to never say it. I wish we would. <laughs> we, ha- we're, we're, we have needy tendencies uh-huh. in a way, mm-hmm. but I think it's the same in reverse. Like I think a lot of this femininity and masculinity and this energy is really more synonymous with each other than yeah. it is different. Yes, men and women are different, but I think we have a lot more in common when it comes to certain needs being met. Right. But we're socialized to view those needs being met differently. Mm-hmm. We're socialized. Our peers, yep. you know, when you look at toxic toxic masculinity, yes, right? It was going to come up. That word, right? It has to. Yeah. When you look at that, that's this <laughs> buying into stereotypes mm-hmm. or abusive behavior and making it appropriate. Mm-hmm. Things like, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah. Or, you know, that's just... That's, it. that's just who I am. That's just right. So mm-hmm. that's... But, but you're giving a pass to behavior or buying into stereotypes yeah. that... You have to be a man, and being a man is is rooted in you being a provider. Well, why is that? What does that have to do with being a man? Mm-hmm. You know, and the same for when you look at toxic femininity, mm-hmm. you, the idea that women have to be docile yeah. or they have to be ooh, submissive. Ooh. You know, there's that word <laughs> that they have to be submissive. They have to. That's uh, the one. That's the one. Docile, yeah. submissive, quiet, sexually submissive, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then again, we get into the, the the true, not even just the phonetics of it, but when we really get into the, the usage of these words, people use them when it's applicable to prove a point. Mm-hmm. When it's convenient for them. Yep. That's when you'll hear, yeah. he, she don't submit mm-hmm. or she's not submissive. Yeah. When... The root of that word is is to yield. It's Latin. Yield. To yield to or to reduce. Let down. Yep. Reduce the yield. Mm-hmm. So when you think about yield, we all yield. Yeah. You better. Okay. Especially when you're out here on this road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please yield. <laughs> <laughs> on the road. They have a sign on the road yeah. for people to yield, but in a relationship, it's not so clearly defined. It's not. But when you're in a relationship, I think I think men and women both yield to a different viewpoint, mm-hmm. um, a different decision. Yeah. Maybe, you know, a, a, one mission has a, a, a greater foundation to it. So mm-hmm. why not yield to yeah. it? Why not be equally submissive versus using it in a way that says only one right one part of this relationship has to be submissive and people run to the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it. Here they run, <laughs> they sprint full speed. <laughs> they sprint full speed. Well, in the Bible, it say, you know, and and I'm not negating that that it's not present, but the context but, of biblical yeah. jargon is, is not mm-mm. used Probably. for your life. Yeah. It's not used just to spe- just to specifically enhance your needs and, to make and your a life. Point. Yeah, you and can't in, do that. Yeah, and in you know a, a space where now your 
creating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're creating a place of distrust, and yep. now I can't be who I need to be right. in order to freely express myself to you. Right. Now, I'm going to bed. I'm We're not talking. We're not talking. For nope. what? Nope. It would be pointless at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what? So what? Like, I want to like. Said, for why? <laughs> I want to ask you about that. I mean, we talk about women because docile seem to be a trigger for you. <laughs> so Stop. why does, I mean, but really why being docile or this art of submission as a woman? Cause we want to talk, you know, to women about this. Cause my, my idea, obviously speaking from a male perspective, I, I don't, I think the context of submission and just saying that one is superior to the other or do as I say, mm. I think that's the washed part that people have a problem with, mm-hmm. which then creates this, I don't need you, Ooh. I can do, I can, because yeah. I don't have to submit. And I, the art of submission, as I say it, and if somebody is more rooted spiritually than I am, correct me, but it's for reverence for whom you believe in, for a higher power. That shows your love or your reverence. Right. For God. 100%. Not do as I say because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And you have people who abuse it that way. So you're certainly going to get women who reject it. Right. Do as you say just because, well, you know, in the Bible it say, and see, now there we go. You're supposed to let me lead and make. <sighs> Leadership <laughs> don't have to be, yes, you can trust a man to lead, but it yeah. don't have to be. That, what if you Whatever lead, you say. what if I lead you in a stupid direction? So because I don't know where I'm going. One hundred percent. There, I'm glad you said that. It's true. This is yeah. This is deep. Only because okay. So when you think about the definition from a biblical standpoint sure. of a helpmate, helpmate or helpmeet, you know, however sure. you want to describe your partner, it does not say. <laughs> it does not say. <laughs> You are my servant. It does not call it my servant. That's not what it says. It says you're a helpmate. So that also doesn't mean that in being a helpmate that I allow you to, as you said, make a decision that may not be the best. Like I can give you sound advice. Now, whether you take that or not, you know, that's your choice. But at the end of the day, I might see something that, you know, you don't necessarily see or the same goes for for me. Like if my partner were to see something that I didn't necessarily see, I would, you know, hear them out. Right. But I think the idea of helpmate has become, you know, no, you going to do what I say because you're supposed to help me instead of a helpmate is a partner. Mm-hmm not only help me no <laughs> and help me in the sense of I need you to do what I say because it's more of a I'm your boss not right. you're my partner right so let's actually have a legit conversation about the things that are going on or what needs to happen next mm-hmm. yeah no we're not gonna do that <laughs> So I like your dialogue about it. You know, I think it's, you know, again, using the word yield. I think 
if we frame it in that context, if you if you desire this 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 traditional man that you just want to lead and just guide, okay, cool. There's room for that too. Yeah. But I also think that there's room in that relationship to discuss what you just said, mm-hmm. that maybe I still have a voice. 100%. Like I don't have to be quiet in order to say I'm yielding to mm-hmm. something. Maybe I'm also in agreement or I think it's the trust factor, mm-hmm. right? Like I trust you to lead or I trust myself to not feel like I got to make the decision. Because that's where I think women can kind of get into a little bit of trouble as well, mm-hmm. that they don't trust themselves to relax. They don't trust themselves to relax and let their partner do it. Mm. But then what will come out is, well, and I've heard this clinically and personally in conversations that I've had that, well, I, I don't trust him to do it because it's not going to be the way I want. Well, that's not the same thing. It's not. So you don't trust him to make a decision because it's not what you want. So that's a self-issue. That's that. Yeah, that's on. That's that's within you. Yeah. That's. But what comes out is, well, I don't trust his ability to lead me. Well, maybe not lead you your way. And where does that come from? There where you does, go. Where does the trust in him having the ability to lead you come from? Yeah. Or distrust, rather. Right. Where so, does that come from? Exactly. So, But nobody says that. That's a self-conversation. It is. It is a conversation. And I hate that when it comes out against my, my brothers is, well, he's not a good leader or he doesn't have the ability to lead. That's not the Says same who, thing. Though. Says who? Mm. Just because it's not the way you would have done it doesn't mean that it's not good leadership. There's the flag there. Flag on the play. Right. So again, we use these words, <laughs> and men are guilty on their in their own regard. We use these words like, oh, she won't submit, or oh, he's not a good leader. But are you really understanding the context in which you're asking of your partner's capability right. and ability right. to fit what your ideals and values are around leadership and mm-hmm. submission. Mm-hmm. And are you also equally as willing to do the same thing? So, of course we are all, you know, okay, so how does this all tie into <clears throat> the power of semen? I thought you said this was <laughs> the power of semen. I didn't know I was going to come into a podcast and, you know, get a lashing like no did we, I, we didn't lash nobody did that we didn't lash we're just creating a space this is a safe space it's a very safe space um to bring some things to light that may not always come out in a conversation so um my question to you to kind of bring this all in and you know give the people something to talk about because <laughs> we haven't done that already. We haven't. We haven't done that. Clearly. <clears throat> How does this all kind of tie into the independent woman theory? And what does that look like for, the, in, in the male perspective? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think wanting or recognizing that women, regardless, have an innate ability to be strong, like it's an innate ability to mm-hmm. possess strength. Mm-hmm. And that's okay yeah. because that doesn't, that's not masculine to be strong. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to remove the the gender that's associated with strength, mm. that women can and are yeah. strong. Yeah. The other context to that mm-hmm. is when that becomes your 
you embody strength to your detriment mm-hmm. or independence because independence is a good word, yeah. right? Freedom, mm-hmm. I think, is associated yeah. with independence. But freedom at what cost? Independence at what cost? Mm-hmm. Because if I can do all things, take care of the house, pay all the bills, whatever, however your situation right. is set up, right. that's tiring. It is. Like to be... Not to be strong, but to only allow yourself to and to think of day. yourself yeah. to be strong. Mm-hmm. So we have this strong black woman idea. Mm-hmm. And I want to kill it. Yeah. I want that title because I work in a in a in a in a field that yeah, meets these it. women Ooh. and they're they're tired. Yeah, tired. Of living up to strong, strong black, black woman. Yeah. It's it's uh I've had a conversation with so many colleagues. It's really a superhuman mm-hmm. identity 100%. to always, because then if I'm so strong or people always comment on my strength, I'm enabling myself the opportunity to yield or mm-hmm. to 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 be weak to or to be, say I have right. weak moments Absolutely. where I don't want to be strong today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where's my past if I'm this strong black woman or I'm always independent? I don't need a partner. Well, okay. Okay. If that's what you think. You can you can <laughs> independent yourself right into lonely, right into unhappiness, yeah. right into so many other things. And again, that's that's not because you can't be alone. I don't think the issue is you can't be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But this idea that I'm so independent that I refuse to relinquish. Right. Even allow myself to allow to myself get to give that point. give myself permission. Right. That it's okay to be in this safe space and allow this man to 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 be a man to be him, mm-hmm. the version that he is. Mm-hmm. Let him be that. Mm-hmm. Mike. Let him be that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great point, and it's important. From an independent woman's standpoint, like even as independent as I am, like I I understand and see those moments where I'm like, okay, <laughs> I want to rest today. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I want to be the strong, resi- like yes, I'm that res- word. resilient. There you go. <laughs> Say that word. That's a that's a yeah. Yeah, like I I understand that, but even superheroes need to rest. They got to take that cape off. At some point you do because mm-hmm. you can't always operate on a full battery. Like you actually, you have to charge yourself at some point in time. Right. And that rest period is important. It doesn't have to be, you know, all super extravagant or, you know, you don't have to, uh, you know, make it like su- such a public thing. But it does need to be practiced. And right. I think that it will go such a long way, like, just in who you are as a woman, like, just to be able to sit and be, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in grace today. Like, I'm not going to mow the grass. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to, you know, like, it's, it's, there's so much behind that. And I think just even the softness of tapping into, like, your femininity, like even the, the stress behind it. Now, now we're talking about from a health standpoint, right. the stress that that causes. Yeah. Silent killer. Yep. 100%. Yep. And it's not okay. 
We can't do that. Nope. It's okay for you to be who you are. Yeah. But also be who you are too. <laughs> you know, I, I think um that's 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 a lot to to process. I'm processing it, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm no, you're finding my words. But I think um I think that that responsibility to 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 relinquish that, I think it I think you really have to give yourself permission, but I also think that um, you have to have be willing to have healthy conversations about why maybe it's hard for you wow. yep. to to do that because yep. your upbringing is important. But I think what I find is that a lot of uh, couples don't discuss mm-hmm. or are unaware right. of just how much seeing my mama and my mm-hmm. grandma do it Three impacts right, right. You know how that impacts yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I don't think we realize it until the stress or the, the yeah. whatever, you know, is, it's too late in some instances, or yeah. we were so far into this role mm-hmm. that we, we don't know how to not be right. Like we don't know how to not, you know, do it all. And I think, and I want to be very clear about this. How to not do it all this. Right. I want to be yeah. very clear about this in being raised by a woman who I've seen embody pure strength mm-hmm. and still to this very day. She yeah. embodies, she is strength personified. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also realize now looking back, I wonder c- what version of my mother I also could have gotten mm. had she had that helpmate mm-hmm. and didn't have to do it all. By herself, because yeah. now in having adult, conver- I love having adult conversations with my mom now. Yeah. Now that she sees me as an adult, right? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that she had her moments yeah. where you know she would never say it out loud, but that parenting and providing and doing a, a, a whole home, uh, three children three times over, mm. was a mm-hmm. task. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I, I think that identifying her for being strength is cool, but I ask myself this question and I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Outside of when we get locked into I'm strong, I'm mm-hmm. a strong woman, I'm a strong, I can do, I, I'm in, who are you outside of that? Outside of that, right. Because you said something earlier, like me knowing the woman that I am. Mm-hmm. Well, who is, who, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you outside of yeah. what I got, what I can do, mm-hmm. how well I do it, mm-hmm. and all of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like who? Who are who you? Who are you? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, I talk about that. I talked about that prior um, with a friend of mine, and we talked about kind of like an isolation piece, where you know, finding myself in isolation. Mm. And the power that that gave me, just learning who I was um, from an unconditional standpoint, because I think that what happens is a lot of times, you know, as a woman, you know, we get into these relationships and we we expect unconditionality from someone and we haven't even given that to ourselves. And it creates a, a foundation that's built on conditionality. When you went in for unconditionality, now what you're getting is a condition. And it's, 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 it gets deep. Like, 
But for you to go into a relationship mm -hmm. with the ability to love yourself in a way that this person who you're with may, you know, they may not know what unconditional love looks like. They may not have That's experienced true. it before. That's true. Um, but because you know how to give that to yourself, you don't have that um, that pull to try to get something from someone mm -hmm. that may not have that to give. Right. So the uh, the idea of finding yourself first, <laughs> find yourself first, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that's where I would start. I am who I am because I found myself. I know who Kiara is. All I know right. exactly who she is. All right. Now, <laughs> it wasn't I always like that, like that. Right, right. And I can say that. Yeah. I, I wasn't always like this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the beauty and growth. It's the same, you know, with with anything that we do, like, you know, just going back to, to a health, um, um, what is it, like, just being in a healthy way. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you have diabetes or if you have hypertension, what are you going to do? You're going to cut out certain foods. Hopefully. Like which, and, and which not, as a side, right. black men and black women lead in these areas. In those areas. Mm -hmm. Hypertension. 100%. Heart disease. 100%. We, we are always ahead of our counterparts. Yes. Always. 100%. It's always type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. hypertension. Um, yeah, it's... It's the same as that. So even in a relationship or, you know, when you're going into a relationship, mm -hmm. rather, it's important for you to take those same precautions. Like, okay, <laughs> I don't want this to blow. Or, you know, I don't want to create a, a morbidity because that's what it's called. It's a morbidity. So mm -hmm. in order for that to not occur, we have to have healthy conversations. Mm -hmm. We can't avoid each other. Like, we can take space and time. That's that's allowable. But the idea of just pushing things off because, oh, that's just who I am, mm -hmm. that ship has sailed. That's the toxic part. 100%. This is who I am as a man, so that's, that's toxic already. Like, that's a toxic statement mm -hmm. that I have to do this based on stereotypes and, and, and gender. Like, I'll, I remember having a couple one time, and he, he was supposed to take out the trash, because that's what men do. Mm. And I was like, if you walk by the trash and it's overflowing, just take out the trash. It sounds so simple, but this was a real yeah. disagreement mm -hmm. that they had that mm -hmm. I don't think I should have to because I'm a... <sighs> God forbid, I'm I'm not. Everybody <laughs> remember the show Rock? Like I don't know. Maybe I'm telling my age, but no, I, I'm not yeah. a garbage man either. Yeah, I yeah. take it out because you know, and I don't mind pulling up the trash can. Yeah, you know, cool. Maybe I think to do it a little more often, but I certainly am not relegated to to yeah. trash because I'm a I'm a I'm a man. Right. Nor do I same for like cooking. Mm -hmm. You don't have to cook because you're. A woman and these stereotypes bind us into unhealthiness like that is it's, yeah. it's unhealthy to view it that way as that's what you should do because yeah. you should do a woman right. or a man yeah yeah no so you know i think you know 
outlets like this to discuss openly. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about like the power of semen, it is, it is, it is a power. It's powerful. Men are powerful. Mm-hmm. But I, and and I also think I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking for me and a lot of the the brothers that I know. We don't not respect powerful women. Yeah. We don't not respect that. I think there is a a, a, a spacing where that's ex- accepted. Everybody has different things that they like. Yeah. You know, but I think the 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 challenge becomes that you you greet me in power. Mm. And you don't have to do that because mm. <laughs> we do appreciate the softness yeah. that 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 women invoke as well and 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 yeah. that they possess. And I think it's finding like a a healthy balance. One hundred percent. And having more conversations like this about why. I am that way. Yeah. Why that's unhealthy for our relationship, Mm -hmm. you know? And what do we do about that? And what do we do about that? Where are we going to leave them? Well, we'll leave them there. (laughs) We'll leave them there. This has been great. I appreciate this opportunity and this this vehicle. 100%. That you are driving. uh, Coming and sharing and your time. Absolutely. This was a great. Great conversation. Well, I appreciate it. We'll have to set some. I'll come back. Okay. I'll come back. Okay. You don't have to have me back right away. <laughs> but if there is a need, you know, I yeah. I want to I want to put I want to dispel certain myths and narratives that we have in our culture, right? Um, that are impacting us, that are hurting us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a great place to do it. So thank you. One hundred percent. Please let everybody know how to. Get in contact with you or, you know, your social media handles, all that great stuff. I always forget about that because that's (laughs) new for me. I'm kind of new to the social media aspect of being accessible. Um, But uh, Brandon.V.Therapist on uh, Instagram. So Brandon the Therapist, but it's two dots in there. Um, Please feel free to, to reach out. Uh, positive comments and all of that stuff only. Um, but no, really, questions about mental health, uh, wellness, um, even how to contact me if you're in search of a provider um, or or a therapist. Um, yeah. Or even if it's not for me, I can still help people with resources um, in terms of how they can get connected where they are. And I have people reach out from a lot of different places where I'm not located, and I do my oh, due diligence okay. to try to make connections with other providers so that I can push you in a safe space with someone that I either know of or that mm-hmm. I trust. So please feel free to reach out and find me there and follow the page too because I put out yeah. content, you know, uh, for us to look at, to to hopefully tap something. I try to put out something for everybody. Right. That's my goal. I hope yeah. somebody, if it one person. Just one. Okay, how many people I've like done it? My due diligence. It don't matter to me. I yeah. hope one person sees it, shares it, and we live in a society where we can do that. We have that ability, so I hope it. I hope it helps. One hundred percent. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Thank Catch you. Catch the full episode on the Power of Semen YouTube channel, as well as at the Power of Semen on Instagram. Thank y'all for joining. Go me follow today. that. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Peace. Hey for everybody. Yeah.